Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside James to my right, Chris to my left, my name is Ryan Chambers. We're the official Dallas Stars podcast at THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Thanks to them for being our sponsor. As always, Logan Stankoven makes his home debut tonight. He gets a goal and an assist, but the Stars do fall again for the fifth time in six games by a final score of three to two to the New York Islanders, guys. They lose in overtime. Bo Horvat does it again. Lots of cool things to talk about with this game. Obviously, mostly uh, Logan Stankoven talk, but the as a team overall, frustration continues for the stars who kind of appear to be petering out just a little bit thoughts on tonight yeah this top five offense has finally hit the dry spell all of them i mean we had a we had a good little bit there where we, we were passing the torch off to, to whoever was was playing good at the time but it seems like everybody was gone tonight except for the wyatt stank of line who was great all night long don't make my screen big, Ryan. They can see all my junk over here. <laughs> sorry, James. sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real tough one to lose, especially when your brand new player comes in and had such a great game. It's just that the little things are just not connecting with other lines, and it's it's falling apart. 
Okay, so lots of things we could talk about with this game tonight. Let's obviously start with the most exciting stuff and Logan Stankoven. Uh, he, I mean, he has everything that he was hyped up to be, and he has continued to be uh, for the Stars team already. He's only played two games, and I don't think it's a coincidence how excited this fan base is for this player to be on this roster as a main standpoint. I mean, that's like the first time I think I've ever heard a secondary assist get more cheers than the actual goal itself, which by the way, Matt Duchesne, great, uh, great uh, shot by him being there at the right time at the right moment. But he, he gets the secondary assist on there. He gets the goal tonight to put it in, in a tie late in the second. And it, it wasn't just the fact that he scored the goal. It was the timing of it as well. I mean, it was two to one. The stars didn't look like they were going to get much out of that second period. And then with less than two minutes to go, he pulls out that goal and just the timing timing of it was perfect. Yeah. And the last two games, he's had like four to six grade A chances and he finally gets one to go. I mean, it wasn't like he got his first one to go in. He's been humming the past two games has had plenty of chances. He finally gets one to go. And that whole line all night long was the star's best line far and away. Uh, and I think Johnston to Stankoven is going to be a, a fun, uh, a fun stat to read night in and night out for the next, who knows how long. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Ryan might be gone. I, I thought you were taking your breath to say something, but Oh, well, um, Moving on, Duchesne, Marchment, and Delandria was another good line tonight, James. I think if you had to give us get a second line, it was them. They were a little bit spotty as the night went on, and Delhi again doing Delhi things, getting in the right place, but can never put the puck on twine. Uh, I, I thought they played pretty well at, at points tonight, James. Yeah, and even the shorthanded chance that Delhi had in the third period, late in the period. I mean, it, that one's just unlucky. He makes the right tip. It tips down. It hits the dude's jersey and changes directions back up and misses the net. I mean, yeah. It, even when he does does it right, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, how, how do you think Delhi done that line, Ryan? I thought he did okay, but the thing is, is he just he can't finish. He just can't finish, and and he had what again three, four opportunities tonight to to score, and then on top of that, it was also Fox that had a had a breakaway, and I, I mean, just it doesn't seem like anybody can score right now, and it's and this kind of goes into my next thing that I want kind of wanted to talk about. I, I was. I don't know how to go how to say this the right way. And maybe the way that I put it on, on X was the best way. I, I didn't think the top line played bad tonight, but they still didn't factor into the score tonight. And they haven't been for the last two or three weeks. And, and I mean, and this is this game in particular is exactly the thing that you need from your top line. You have got to get goals from your top line. I, and, I mean, it's great that they had a, a good number of chances. The first and second period, I thought they were the worst of our four lines. I really did. I, I they, Again, they didn't play bad. I thought I just thought they were getting outplayed by the bottom three lines. That was just yeah. how I felt at, at points in the game. And then they, they did ramp it up in the third period. But it didn't 
come with any finish. There was nothing offensively that came from them. Yeah, I'll say that they played bad. They got scored on again tonight on some pretty poor defending. They had four guys below the icing line almost. Um, they get not much of anything going, and Robertson and Hintz looked absolutely awful on the three-on-three overtime. It was terrible and not good at all. They have yeah. to play better. Um, it, it, it stinks. It, it, the whole team is kind of snake-bitten right now. We're finally hitting a cold spell for the first time of the season. That's going to happen. You got to fight through it a little bit more, though. And, and it just felt like they weren't, they're, they're not fighting as, as hard as some of these other lines are. The other lines are trying to scrap and find ways to get pucks to go in the net, even if it doesn't look pretty. I, I need those guys to do it, too. Yeah. And that the, the most frustrating thing is that of the all the one goal games we've been in in this past six games now, the only one that was not one goal was the Senators game. I'm not counting the Rangers game because they scored an empty net at the end. So that's a one goal game, too. That's five one-goal games now straight that the first line has not scored, and we lose the game because of it. And the one in the middle that we won there, the first line scored a goal, and we won the game. I mean, you need one goal right now for this team. You don't have to be the world beaters that you were the past two seasons. You need one goal a night from any of those three on the top line, and it flips the script on half the games that we've played in this stretch. That's yeah. that's why it's that's that's why it's so concerning because they can't get anything. Yeah, and they really are the difference makers. We've talked about the stats about when uh, when that line gets points, the stars win every game when that line scores goals. And so to not put up points in what, five straight games, pretty much. Well. They scored in the Senators game because Bav scored, and then they scored in the Canes game that we won. But the the five games that were the one goal games that we lost, they did not score. Yeah, yeah. They, they they have the chance to be difference makers there, and they just don't insert themselves into the game. You have to find a way to score, even when the other team is cracking down on you. The new way to win games seems to be first to four wins that seems to be the new the way the new way it is now it used to be three to two is the typical score line now it's kind of four to three the last time the stars have scored four goals was the nine to two win against the national predators on the 15th of this month so they i mean they they scored two goals tonight two goals on saturday one goal on thursday one against the rangers three against the bruins three against the oilers which three goals against the oilers is ridiculous you need to get more goals against a, a bad defensive team like that we used and then, all the goals in the predators game yeah and that, and that's the frustrating thing is they they dominate the predators the way they did and then ever since then they it seems like with the injuries that we've gone through when we really have needed the offense to even step up even further, they have faltered. I mean, I, I know we're, we're, we're dealing with some injuries on the offensive side, but you still got your top line. You've still got yeah. Duchesne. You've that, still got Marchman. You still got Ben. You still got Wyatt Johnston. Yeah. The There's problem no is reason the, why this team should be faltering like this on the offensive side of the buck. The, the problem is that you, have injuries, but the person you pulled up is the pers- only person who scored tonight, pretty much. I mean, Duchesne is a just slam dunk off of a rebound from great plays from other players. It's it's the, the person that you brought up to take the place of a person who wasn't scoring very much ha- already has two points in two games. 
You, yeah. you really don't have anything to lean on. Uh, I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate. Maybe these guys are trying to play more defensively because of the weakness we now have at the blue line, even more so than before. We're definitely trying to play a more defensive game. My problem with that is tonight that didn't really show up as, as well because the Islanders had a bunch of huge chances. If it, if it wasn't for Wedgie making four or five outstanding stops, this game would have gotten out of hand way quicker. The Isles don't throw the puck at the net from anywhere, but they got a lot of really huge chances tonight that Wedgie was able to stop. So uh, I'll push back on that a little bit, Chris, because uh, Wedgwood made some huge stops. He really did. I, I agree with you on that. The the one thing that I, I didn't like is I honestly thought that the first goal, I think that was savable. I thought he could see it. Nothing really happened to the puck on the way to him. That's normally a save he makes. And then especially the one I had problems with was the second one. His his rebound control off of his blocker was not fantastic on that particular play. And it it, it and it led to the goal. Now he's not the only the only factor on that. The other factor on that was the fact that the the stars got puck watching and it was the top line, of course, who who was on the on the ice for that for that goal. So the and that kind of goes into what you were saying as well, Chris, and the fact that, yeah, maybe they're trying to play more defensively and everything because of the injuries that they have on the blue line. Then play some stinking defense and don't let goals uh, come against you. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's kind of where I'm at. This is an offensive team. You're a top five offense in the league. Go score goals. I mean, if you're having trouble on defensive end, go out and score them. I mean, we, we, have, we still have Muro and Harley who are – outstanding together and can play a large portion of the game and we could ride on that for a little bit until we get our defenseman back i don't think changing your whole play style is the correct way to try and overcome the loss of a number five and number six defenseman so the the other thing that i i thought let's talk about the the top line just for one split second then we'll move into the defenseman the 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 thing that i think really made them elite uh, the previous two seasons was their synergy and their speed, especially Pavelski just seemed to be in the right spot at the right time. And, you know, Hintz was doing Hintz things. He was making McDavid-esque plays. He was able to take his speed and use it to his ability. I think that's something that we're not seeing from that top line right now is we're not seeing the synergy more importantly. And the second thing is we're not really seeing much of the speed from that from that line. And I th- I think it was especially apparent to me in the second period. I was watching the fourth line just throttle the other team in the offensive zone. I was seeing the second line, especially Duchesne, making again McDavid-esque plays. And then even and then the third line tonight was arguably the best line for the Dallas Stars tonight. And then I watched this top line come out and get a shift on the ice and they yeah, they spend some time in the offensive zone, but there's not much there, especially in the first two periods, and they look a step slow. They they just look a step slow. It's just an eye test thing. And really the 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 thing that bugs me the most is they are not getting the clutch goals that they that they would before. I mean, and normally it would be an individual play. I I I really think about the hints breakaway chance in the third period late. And he has just wide open breakaway and he doesn't he doesn't sink that one. I mean that's yeah. one of those 
That that should be like the other night against the, the Hurricanes. You, we saw Aho go down, breakaway, wide open. So we know the back it's going the in. Yeah. yeah, that that should be the same thing for hints there. Like every single time, it should just be in the back of the net. And it just and it has been. been. But it, it hasn't been the past two weeks. Not the past two it's weeks. Just disappeared. For, I would even say the them, last it month. Disappeared. Yeah, yeah. The first line has been terrible. Hints not scoring on that goal is, is number one in my opinion, showing why that line isn't working. Pavelski had a couple of one timers from in the slot area that he couldn't get to a good spot. It was either hitting glass or hitting the logo. And then R- Robo couldn't pass the puck to save his life tonight. He didn't know where any of his teammates were none going. Them, it was it none was of them can terrible. do that. It feels. I mean, it, it's especially. I, I think Hence might be the biggest, uh, biggest guilty of that. Whatever you want to say it. it, it, it feels like he touches the puck in the offensive zone and he forgets where all of his teammates are instantly. And I, I, I don't know if that's just some something went wrong. But but like it has just disappeared before he's he's so that so flowy and they just know where everyone is and now it seems like he knows where nobody is and it's yeah the the biggest thing that kind of points that out is the overtime when him and Robertson were on the ice and he just passes it to no one at the offensive blue line and yeah. Robo has to skate all the way across the ice to pick up the puck. Yes, the top line obviously has not been good enough, but we're going to have to find ways to win games despite it, I guess. So until they get back to their scoring ways. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's some odds for you for the Rocket Richard Trophy, which is the regular season top goal score. Obviously, right now, Austin Matthew leads the way. He's got a minus 330 in the odds. But you can also take a look at Sam Reinhardt of the Florida Panthers with a plus 650, David Posternock of the Boston Bruins with a plus 1,000, or maybe you can even go for Nikita Kucherov at a plus 2,500. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text HOPE NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. All right, uh... We've we've kind of hampered that to death a little bit. Get off of them for a bit. Um, let's talk about the defensemen tonight. 
the the pairing of Miro and Harley has continued to be pretty good. I thought Miro had a rough first period. He got beat for, and there was a couple of uh, breakaways that where he was uh, a key factor in allowing those breakaways to happen. Obviously, the first one was him turning over the puck in the offensive zone, and then the second one is he just got beat to a puck. So, and th- didn't he take a penalty? Yeah. Did he take? I think he did. Yes. Yeah. He took a penalty on one of those uh, plays. So had a rough first period. The rest of the game was pretty good. The the one I was really interested in, actually, guys, was the was the Suter Lindell pairing, which was excellent in the game against Carolina. They were the best pairing out there, in my opinion. I I, I didn't see much out of them tonight, you know, good or bad. But what were your thoughts on? on any of my thoughts or just the decor as a whole tonight uh it's hard to blame anybody right now just because of how much they're overtaxed all four of the of our actual nhl players are well over 20 minutes not even close actually and pouliot has 11 and hanley has 1052 and hanley has a minus one on the night with 1052 time on ice those guys got severely exposed in this game every time they touched the ice you knew they were on the ice and it was scary, and the Islanders were swarming them. So, yeah, we gotta, we need help. We we need a trade, yeah. which is likely coming soon, or we need our guys to get healthy again. But we aren't going to be able to keep those top four guys running at this pace. It, anytime there's a mistake, it you almost can't, you almost can't blame them. Like Lindell's a minus two on the night, but he's had some great plays, and he had some awful plays. But same with Suter, they're all playing so much that you're getting some greatness and some terribleness but we just we need help we're playing with four defensemen right now is the reality yeah it, it makes you miss lundquist's terrible play <laughs> i mean even yeah, lundquist's how... bad play could play 16 minutes yeah lundquist's bad is better than this the other thing that i was really kind of frustrated about and it, it kind of sucks because i thought he actually had a good game until the end uh Jamie Ben, that was his man at the end there. That was uh, he yeah. just totally did not see that. Some people were trying to blame it on uh, on Stanky. It it was not Stanky's. No. He was up high in the slot. Jamie Ben was right there, got caught puck watching. And when you have a guy who is one of the few guys that can actually score goals on the New York Islanders, you have to watch. You have yeah. to know where Horvat is. You have to know where Barzell is at all moments, at all times during three-on-three. And Jamie Ben just missed it. That goal was really the dagger tonight, too, because it was the same player that we lost to in overtime last time we played the Islanders. And it happened to the guys who played best all night long, and it's the screw-up from your captain that cost it. Yeah, that that hurt. I mean, and you can tell it hurt Jamie just as much. I mean, as soon as that puck gets passed, he just dies inside. That just sucked. it's it's a really tough tough one to take and it's i disagree with you that it's the dagger because honestly it's the twist of the dagger the dagger was already in (laughs) that was already in that's that's very true i really thought they were gonna go out and win that game in the third period especially after the way the second period late in the first that's the key to this game sorry that's where they lost it. They didn't lose this game in overtime. They lost it by not scoring in the third period. They dominated that third period. It was great. Nine to four, and they had a penalty kill that they almost scored on. I mean, they played and great somehow. in that third period. You got to 
find a way to bury one there. That's that's where the loss is. And ju- just to make us feel a little bit better tonight and touch on everyone's favorite topic, how is that not a penalty on Pavelski at the oh, end? That is <laughs> the <laughs> worst no call I've seen in a while. Now, I can't and, believe they didn't call that. After the, the, the my problem is if they don't call the stupid tripping call on steel in the in late yeah. third, okay, fine. The Pavelski one isn't a penalty either. But they called it, and that's a that's an offensive zone penalty for us. And this one is worse. I mean, it takes away a scoring chance. Took a scoring from chance. The At best the person the in front of the net. And his, that's where he scores our, all of his goals in his entire career is right in front of the net. And he's just mauled before he even gets a chance to get there. And it's, it, no, no penalty. Okay. We didn't want the four on three in overtime anyway. Well, considering how our uh, overtime woes have been the last couple months or so, it feels like we lose all of these right now. I think we're still close to like 500 on overtime, which is stupid. But the, we're not. The dumb thing is, the dumb thing is, we, we lose. T- to the Islanders who can't win in overtime, which is what we did last year, if y'all remember. Yep. Yeah. It's starting to get so, concerning though, because that's that's four. I think that's four overtimes in a, in a row that we've lost. That, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. It's, I was thinking it was five, but maybe it's just four. Part part of the part of why I'm not too worried about that yet is because it's still in this stretch where the first line just isn't scoring. Yeah. And then they all are. All all of these losses are every single one aren't clicking right now. So, yeah, maybe. But I'm kind of wary about saying that overtime doesn't matter now after last season when I kept preaching that, and then it very much did matter when playoffs came around. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, let let's get into the the silver lining for this tonight, guys. I, I think the silver lining for me is obviously Stankoven. That's that's the biggest silver lining of the game. But what I felt a lot better about this game compared to other games is at least they were playing well. They weren't getting the goals like they need, and they were getting the goaltending that they need, and the defense is holding up at least the way that they're having to do it right now where we're really relying on our top four to kind of play. But we're playing well. We're playing well, and I think once we get a couple of our guys back, we see a trade here in, uh, I mean, what is I think March 8th is the deadline, so a week from Friday. Maybe we'll see some new Dallas Stars players come into the fold here. And the the more I think about it, guys, I know I, I've been saying, oh, well, we just need one defenseman and that's it. I don't think that's it. I, I think there's going to be more pieces that are going to be added to this team rather than just one defenseman. Believe Maybe it or not. Maybe from the AHL, but not from trade. Maybe two defensemen. That's what I was thinking. I, I, maybe maybe two defensemen nice, and even some depth. Uh, if, so. if you're getting a second defenseman, really, you're just looking for a, the seventh dude somewhere that you can kind of give someone like a... Yay, the cap doesn't floor. exist okay anymore. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, four remarks where the cap is not a thing, I guess. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the first line for a little bit longer, just because we we James talk about bitter. we talk. I am very bitter because this is <laughs> I'm better four, too. Out of these five losses, four of those losses were spectacular losses. I mean, we played really, really good against very good teams, 
and our first line doesn't show up. I it's it's tough to watch the team play so good and the players who are supposed to be your best players fail you every single time. And it's four straight times now. That's that's inexcusable. <laughs> they are supposed to be the best players on the team and they just aren't right now. Your best players have to be your best players. I mean, that's just the way that it has to be. And, and Hence and Robertson specifically are your best players on the offensive side of the puck, and they're just not getting it done right now. And and I, I pin all four losses on the first line. I'm not even kidding. They should score. At, at, if, if you even want to say anything, they should at least score two goals in those four games, and you still win two of them. Yep. You have to get something out of the first line, and we're getting nothing, and that's why we're losing games. Is it time to call it Maverick Bork then? And see what he and Stan Coven can do with like the cap doesn't Jamie exist. Penn. Does the cap not exist? <laughs> what are these questions? No, Ryan. No, Chris. The cap does not exist. Okay. But what you're going to see and what we saw a little bit late in the third is that the first line does not exist anymore. They all played with different players. Every single one of them. There was not a first line late in the third. Just like the cap. Yep. <laughs> First line existing. doesn't exist. Cap doesn't exist. It's all the same. All right, guys. Uh, biggest winner, biggest loser. Uh, who have we got tonight? Stanky Bodanky. Stanky Bodanky. Big 2-1 baby boy. Goal and assist. Biggest winner. Yeah, th there's not even anything else to say because he's the biggest winner. He is my biggest winner as well tonight. And I'll give an honorable biggest winner to Wyatt Johnston for... I mean, he, he pretty much did all pass. the work for Stanky, Stanky's first goal. Let's be honest. He did all the work. He took, he was like, what, 1v3? <laughs> right? I think is what it was. And was getting hooked to the ice as he passes it to yes, Stanky exactly. for the right. goal. Right, exactly. So, got to give him uh, some love. All right, uh, biggest losers here tonight. The first line, they suck. They don't well, suck. They're they just suck. Going through, they have sucked. They don't suck. They're they just going through a hard patch right now. No, James they it's all their fault. Mood. It's all their fault. Secret Preds fan. Uh, but our biggest Ooh, loser is that's the worst. That's like the worst kind of of uh, insult you can give a Stars fan. Ooh. The biggest loser is Hanley. He played the least. Period, and he still got scored on. Minus one on the night. And he looked bad. Yikes. I don't think it's fair to give him the biggest uh, the biggest loser. I, I will still give mine to the top line. Uh, they got scored on tonight as, a, as an offensive line. Uh, they were puck watching. And they're not helping out in on the other side of the ice. So I continue to be frustrated with them. It, they're just going to have to figure it out. And, you know, at... The one thing I can say, at least it's happening now rather than in the playoffs. Because we are going to need hints to be hints like he was in the playoffs last season. So and I think they will. he's got to get it going. It's a slump. Definitely a yep. slump. But they got to they gotta dig out of it too. You can't be complacent. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Stars take on the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night in Denver. 8.30 start time there. Uh, we will be with you guys after that game, of course. It's just going to hurt a little bit more because we didn't get the full two points out of this game. 
maybe we can pull it off and maybe Otter can pull a miracle off against the Colorado Avalanche, who also have been struggling along with kind of weird, lots of top teams in the NHL right now, and especially in the Central Division. Winnipeg is kind of sucking it up lately too, as long as well with the Stars and the Avalanche. So we'll see how that game goes tomorrow night. Thank you guys for uh, staying with us live. We had up to like 26 people here this evening uh, to obviously enjoy us talking about Stanky's first official home game. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. Please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listened uh, to this podcast today. It's the best way to help us grow. And as always, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. And then for those of you that are listening afterwards as well, we appreciate y'all as well. There's hundreds of y'all that listen to these episodes afterwards. So anyways, guys, along with James and Chris, my name's Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. And we'll be back with you guys again tomorrow.